Hello, you're listening to What's the Point with Heather Campbell. On this podcast, we talk all things dance. Let's get dancing. Hey everyone, I hope you're doing well. I know it's getting to be that busy time of year. It's competition season and convention season. And I'm sure if you're like me, you're keeping extra busy right now. My studio actually had their first full studio competition this past weekend in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and we had such a strong start to the season. I might be a little bit biased, but I personally think that my dancers looked extremely clean, and it's probably the strongest start to a season we've ever had in January. So I couldn't be more proud of them, and I'm so excited to see what is to come of this competition season. So today I'm going to talk about tips for convention. I have 10 tips to help dancers and dance parents plan for conventions. So I know with COVID, my studio stuck to doing mandatory in-house conventions the past couple years. Um, I had a lot of dance families who weren't necessarily comfortable with being required to travel to conventions and be in a classroom with hundreds of kids all day. So we did an in-house convention And I actually really loved the idea, and it has worked out to be such a strong um, option for my dancers. We bring in some local teachers from around the area and have them pour their knowledge and love for dance into our students at our studio. So I have a studio that has five studio rooms, so I'm able to run multiple classes in different levels at the same time. And... It was nice because these dancers are at their home studio, so there was just a level of comfort there in having an in-house convention. But this year, now that things are getting back to normal, I did require an out-of-studio convention as well as the in-house convention. Um, So I know a bunch of my parents have been asking, what are some things we need to know for convention? Uh, What do we need to wear? What should our kids expect with scholarships? Why do they have to do auditions? So I wanted to give 10 tips for conventions because I'm sure if my dance families are wondering, then you probably have dance families wondering as well. And maybe this podcast could be an assistant to them. So the first tip is regarding what to wear. So tip number one, wear something that is unique to you. So in the classrooms, you're just another number. You have your number uh, usually in a sticker form somewhere on your body on your clothing and so a lot of times in classes they'll be like hey you in the lime green pants or you in the purple shirt so you want to wear something that is unique to you something bright something that stands out something that's different from what other people are wearing you want to have your own signature look it could be a hairstyle it could be the color combo that you're wearing it could be a hair accessory. Um, So try to find an outfit that is not something that you see all the time or a color combo that is fun and will make you stand out in the crowd because you want to catch the teachers, the convention teachers, attention on stage while you're dancing. So something bright and eye-catching or something that is just a different non-basic shape of a top or a two-piece set, anything that can make you stand out and seems to be unique to you while dancing in a crowd of 100 kids in a room. Tip number two, take the choreography and add yourself into it. 
So they want you to do their combos, but they want to see you too. They have you improv. They want you to show your strengths. They want you to be confident, but they also want to see your take on the choreography and maybe the way you do that body roll is just a tiny bit different. So add yourself into it. Add your personality. Use your facials. That will make them come to you their eyes will come to you because you are standing out in a good way you're taking their choreography adding yourself and making it even stronger to where they like the way that you are doing it so don't be afraid to be yourself add yourself into your dancing and add personality to it tip number three be prepared to learn quickly especially when you get to the um, audition content But conventions, you have hundreds of people in a room. You're not going to have a ton of space, so you can't necessarily do it all full out when everybody's on the floor, but you try your best to. And it's being taught super quickly. You'll probably learn four to six, eight counts before you even try it with the music. And the teacher will go over it a few times, but you have to be really alert. And also don't be afraid to ask questions when it comes to that. Um which I'll talk a little bit more about that later. It's also one of my tips. But learn the choreography quickly and be sure to be thinking about what steps are coming, what kind of improv you're going to do once you hear the song, how you can make yourself um, stand out in this combo. I feel like conventions are all about quick learning and how fast you can pick up choreo. And honestly, this will help you in the future if you're planning to audition for a college dance team or even high school dance teams or auditions in the future for Disney or TV shows or anything that you audition for in the dance world. It's going to be taught quickly. So having a quick mind is important. Number four, dress the part for each style. So you don't want to show up to hip hop in ballet clothes. So what I always tell my dancers is to have like your base outfit. So maybe you have a really cute crop top and some biker shorts. But then you can add things to that. Like make sure you have your tennis shoes for hip hop, your ballet shoes for ballet. You could always, if you have on um, briefs, you could always pull a ballet skirt over top of um, that two-piece set and then you could pull sweatpants over top of your um, outfit for hip-hop so dress the part for each class and make sure that you bring what you need to succeed and to look the different parts for, for each style of dance number five do not stand up front right by the stage now if you hear that you're probably like what i want to be right up front where they can see me well, when, when the teachers are up on the stage, they have to look actively look down to see the people that are right out front. Their natural eyes are going to draw to probably the middle of the room because that's when they look out. That's their, their natural line of eyesight. So room placement is everything. You don't have to be right up front by the stage for them to see you. They look all over. A lot of times they'll look to the sides. But their natural eyesight is going to be in the back, the middle to the back of the room. So think about your placement. Watch your teachers. See where they're looking. See where they're calling people out and consider your room placement. Number six, 
Create connections with dancers from other studios. So one of the best things about conventions is you get to be around hundreds of dancers from other studios. And each dancer has a different background. They have um, a different way their studio goes about doing things. And you can learn so much from others. And a lot of times you are going to see these dancers at future conventions to come. So if you make friends with friends with dancers from other studios, then as you guys go to other conventions, you're going to be in the same age group in the same convention rooms. So you're already going to know people. And it's good to know people outside of just your dance family. I know I have lots of dancers that go to conventions, but sometimes I have one or two dancers that are like, I really want to try this convention. And it takes a really brave soul to go to a convention by themselves and be in a room by themselves. But part of being that brave soul is not being scared to go and talk to other dancers. You are all going through the same experience. Bond over that. Dance together. Have fun. Get to know new people because you never know the dance world is it's huge, but it's also such a small world and creating connections is so important to help yourself as a future dancer. Number seven, scholarships aren't everything. Learn from the journey. So yes, it's super exciting when you go to a convention and you are called out for a scholarship. That just shows that you caught their eyes, you worked really hard, it's a very rewarding moment and that should absolutely not be taken for granted and it should absolutely be celebrated. But that's not all you get out of going to a convention. You don't have to have a scholarship or earn a scholarship to feel that you had a successful convention experience. Conventions are there to expose you to new styles of dance. They're there to help you create connections with other dancers. They're there for you to expand your mind and learn how to learn quicker. It teaches you new content. It gives you new ideas. It gives you new styles. There is so much that comes out of conventions and even just being exposed to the professional world. Convention world is completely different and you are getting to work with the, t- the staff members that are out in the industry, they are the ones that are choreographing music videos or being backup dancers for singers. Like they are in the industry and they have so much insight to offer you. So take it all in. Focus more on the experience. And if you get the scholarship, that's amazing. But that shouldn't dictate whether you have a successful convention experience or not. If you're learning, if you're trying new things, if you're meeting new people, if you are finding new things to bring back to the studio and share with others, then that should be considered a success in my book. Number eight, bring lots of water and healthy snacks. So your dancer is going to be in a room for hours and hours and hours. And yes, they do have a lunch break, but they're working hard. They're burning lots of calories. They are sweating out all their toxins. So they need water to replenish their body. They need small snacks that they can reach in their dance bag and grab a couple of almonds or grab a bite of a cracker on a water break. They get times to go and get water, but They can also do that between classes. So pack their bags full of healthy snacks to keep their bodies nourished. Because by the end of the weekend, I can guarantee you they are going to be tired. They are going to feel like their muscles are so sore. 
they are going to need any extra boost they can get to keep their bodies going and to keep active in the classroom. So get ahead of the game, bring extra snacks, bring extra water, and be ready to work hard the entire time that you are there. Number nine, get to classes early to secure a decent spot. So I know when you're in convention classes and you go to lunch, you want as much time as you can get to just have downtime and relax. Your brain is overworked from having to think so hard. Your body is tired from dancing for so long. You want to take that time. But if you want to get a decent spot in the classroom, be sure you get there early, ready to go with your shoes on, because there's going to be hundreds of other dancers coming in and trying to find a spot. So finding a spot in the classroom that makes you feel that you can see, that you can be seen, and that you can actively dance and do the choreography is important to you. Get to classes early, find your spot to secure your spot, and be ready to dance, I would say probably... 10 to 15 minutes before the class starts. I think being early is also just an important skill in life as well. I know when I was on college dance team, it was a basic rule that if you were 15 minutes early, then you were on time. So if you start training your brain that way now and start practicing those skills, it's going to help you in future situations and not just in the dance industry, but in other industries as well. So the final tip, and I briefly mentioned this earlier, but the final tip is don't be afraid to ask questions. When we get in these rooms at conventions with hundreds of dancers, we try to just figure it out on our own or ask our dance friend next to us. Well, sometimes our dance friend next to us may have missed it as well. Or if you're asking each other questions, then you both are missing whatever instruction is coming next. So don't be afraid to raise your hand. A lot of times they will... Um, ask if anybody has questions so let the teacher finish their finish their thoughts finish the sequence they're going through and then maybe raise your hand and say can you go back over this they are there to teach you they are there to nurture you they are there to inspire you so they will help you they want you to succeed you have to be confident in these convention rooms if you want to stand out among the masses so part of that is not being afraid to ask questions and just be sure that your questions are specific. Make sure they're not questions that have already been asked and just really take that time to learn in every way possible. So these are my 10 tips for conventions. Um, I think conventions hold so much value to a dancer and really just expose dancers to a whole different side of the dance world. I know in February, my dancers are fixing to attend Dance Makers in Branson, and I'm super excited because there's a lot of my dancers, um, especially my newer ones, that this is their first convention experience. Um, so I hope that this podcast helps them and their parents because a lot of times it's their parents that think of all the questions. The dancers don't always think of it, and they just show up. And they're like, okay, what are we doing? So I hope this helps them, and I hope that this is something that dancers and parents from all over can use. Um, I know we go to lots of conventions a year and my dancers love conventions. Some of our favorites are Tremaine and Dance Makers and Hollywood Dance Jams. Um, so we just love traveling and trying conventions. If you have a convention that you really like, um, be sure to send it my way. We know about Radix and Nuvo. We've been to those. We've been to Hollywood Connection. But I'm always looking for 
great convention experiences and learning from you guys is definitely a way um, to help. And if you've already experienced it, you'll have insight to share. So thank you for listening. I hope that this competition and convention season is a success for each and every one of you. And I hope that these convention tips are helpful to you and help you prepare and to feel super confident in the classroom. Um, One thing I've been telling my dancers this year that I'm going to leave you with is trust yourself, trust your training, and trust your team. Thank you again for your continued support, and I will talk to you all soon.